0: Welcome to the Zupic Zone. This is the first ever uh, podcast episode, so I appreciate you guys joining. Um, the pleasure to have... <laughs>
1: that's fire, I like it.
0: Appreciate it. Pleasure <laughs> to have our guest, Austin Pritchard here. Uh, a lot of, a lot I have to say about Austin. He uh, came into my life recently and um, has really transformed the sales aspect of my life, which is partly what this podcast is going to be about. It's going to be ultimately about the uh how to level up you know in sales mindset and and, and in fitness and so i'm just i'm your host patrick zupic and i'm here to um, guide you on a journey of of transformation and wealth so uh, awesome please introduce yourself uh, maybe for a few months tell us a little bit about your your story and kind of where you grew up and, and, and what you're doing now
1: cool yeah so i uh i grew up in texas temple texas so just just north of austin Small town, um, just a just a country boy trying
0: to make it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> cool, awesome. Did you do uh, you have any hobbies growing up? Or I know yeah, you're a big, I was you're a big outdoors guy, right?
1: Big big in the outdoors, sports, track, football. Cool. Loved football, um, but yeah, I guess my my true passion would be outdoors, hunting, fishing. Cool. Love to fish. I've been on some some crazy fishing trips. So cool probably the true passion
0: awesome awesome <laughs> big outdoors guy as well you and you have a ranch right now is yeah. that true did you you sold your ranch no no time? no we, so we didn't it?
1: sell it we, we cool. we're gonna keep that forever nice. yeah we just bought me and my wife closed on a 300 acres this last year
0: nice so, awesome okay cool um well let's let's dive into the journey of, of sales so you you started out tell us kind of your background in sales how you got started in that and then we'll, we'll go from there
1: yeah so i started Really, I started seven years ago, right after my mission. Um, I think it's important we d- we don't just highlight some of the wins I've had, but also uh, some of the fa- failures as well. Right. Um, s- somebody, one of your buddies, I saw on Instagram the other day said, I think you reshared it, how he looks at his failures as uh, not failures, but like a a, pr- a a part of his success. Right, he learns from each one, and that really hit home. So I think it's important we talk about that a little bit. So. Right after my mission, I, uh, I started working for an alarm company and I was there for like three weeks. The only sale I made was to my mom. (laughs) 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 She's a G for that. Appreciate it. Um, it it was miserable. Like I was like, man, this is not for me. Sales is not my thing. Um, so I actually left sales for two years. I went and did some odds and ends, really just trying to figure out my path Did uh, did concrete, um, Worked in some some box stores and management type thing, and I just always hated that I was always the hardest worker in the room, but was getting paid the same as like these scrubs who would <laughs> literally go out back and smoke weed and whatnot. <laughs> and I'm like, this is this is terrible. Um, so eventually, I was I was living up here in Utah. Um, was just switching jobs again. I was doing concrete, and I switched over to this bank, living out the back of my truck. Um, hopping between friends' couches and whatnot, and, yeah, literally probably the lowest point of my life, and I just kept seeing all my cousin's stories, like, him going all over the world with cells, like, you know how we right. all do these cool trips now, um, but he would be in Thailand and Philippines and all these cool places, I'm like, man, I just want to travel and make money, <laughs> um, so I hit him up about it, I went and did pest control that year and, and had a great experience.
0: So Cool. Awesome. So how many years have you done door-to-door pest control sales for? Um, I've done it now. This will be year five. Cool. Okay. Awesome. Um, How has sales impacted your life? I mean, doing it for five years, obviously a little bit of, you know, I know (laughs) you're known for having your big summer, um, doing a million dollars in revenue, which is, you know, unheard of. I mean, most people, most companies don't do that, you know, let alone people. So, um, how has sales really impacted your life?
1: Yeah, it's uh honestly completely changed the whole direction of my life. Like any of the successes has has been a byproduct of sales, right? right. Um so completely changed it. Like I've I've accomplished at the time five years ago looking back like all my life dreams in within five years. Um right. Now I have more, you know, bigger life dreams and, and think bigger than I ever did before. But it was just cool to see how, how quickly um, you can a- acquire your dream life through sales and through the capital and whatnot. It's
0: Cool. So it's made you think bigger overall. Absolutely. Where it's like I could accomplish, you know, in five years what I, what I should be able to do. Yeah, like longer, so. I,
1: I dreamed of being able to make half – less than half of what I do now consistently. And it's just,
0: you know, it's it's completely shaped and formed my whole life, so. Sweet, awesome. Um, as far as your, your impact on other people with leadership, you've maintained an incredible amount of consistency when it comes to being a top performer, being a top leader uh, with, with all the companies you've been at. Um, how have you been able to maintain the consistency over the years? I think in this
1: industry, we're blessed um, that we're also cursed with good leaders and bad leaders or selfish and unselfish. And so something I've always tried to do and and pride myself on is, one, like, just be a positive leader, right? Believe in everybody. Like, you never know who's going to be the next person to go out and break records and and do cool stuff in the industry. So it's like, don't ever limit somebody's success. I've I've heard a lot of leaders who will, like, tell their guys hey you're this level of a rep like just go hit this this metric and you're going to be perfectly fine and it's like mm-hmm. I don't want to ever limit any of my guys potential by telling them what they can do because they look up to us as leaders as not just like a coach but somebody who believes in them and, and it's going to help them hit their hit their goals and so right. I think that's that's number one thing is just help guys and and always believe that they can be just as successful, if not more. Like, my true goal is to help everybody who works with me be more successful than I've been able to be in the last five years. So, I would say that's number one. And then, as far as like the personal sales um, go, like, yeah, I've had a great journey. I've had some ups, I've had some downs. Um, and, and just taking it with the punch is like, you know, you, you'll get punched in the mouth just like <laughs> anything. It's you just, you gotta get back up. Right. Um, and there's been some times where I stayed down longer than I wish I would have, um, but it was important to learn from that and go through it and feel that emotion and whatnot. So um, I think it's always just don't give up, right? Like there was even times where I've thought of giving up w- within the last five years. Right. Um,
0: I'm just glad I haven't. Cool. Awesome. So it sounds like, you know, taking the punches as they go and, and learning from each mistake is ultimately – you know, what shaped you into who you are now. Right. Cool. Awesome. That's, that's, that's phenomenal. Um, let's dive into your, into the sales aspect of things. Um, how have you been able to perform at a high level year in, year out?
1: Yeah, I think it's just always progressing. My biggest, I I've been seeing this thing on Instagram lately where it's like, what's your, your word of the year, right? Have you been seeing those <laughs> Yeah. where it's like, yeah, whatever it is but i think what i've focused on this last year and even going into this year i guess that would be my quote word of word of the year again would be progression right like i like that you never know what you're actually capable of right yeah. like god's given us all these talents and gifts and skills and whatnot and even if he hasn't you can work on those things but it's like how can i progress today to become a better person tomorrow and in this moment even so one thing I've I've always focused on is keep training. I think a lot of guys cap themselves when they get to a certain skill level, and right. you know they're making one hundred, two hundred, maybe even three hundred thousand a year, and they just get comfortable with it. Um, something I still do consistently is is train like every single day in the off season. I'm still training. Um, when I'm training all all my reps and and everybody I'm I'm coaching on the side, it's a uh, I, I still train outside of that, and, and during the summer, that's a big part because that's mm-hmm. when you'll really know what you need to work on. You know, the whole off season, it's kind of like two days, right? Back in football, right? right? You're you're grinding and whatnot, and then you you really get to critique yourself come g- game time. Um, so I guess the season is my game time, and there will be times on the doors where, you know, two or three guys or two or three customers throughout the day where I felt like I should have closed them and I didn't. And so I, I just keep a rolling note page on my phone where it's like, hey, today I, I wasn't able to close in this this objection. Um, and then I'll work on that. I'll take those things at night and I'll have three or four or five things I can work on for
0: 30 minutes to an hour and just whatever I can do to slowly push the needle even more. Cool. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I mean, it's, I mean, it sounds like you're just a student of the game. And that's, that's something I really admire about you is, you know, you've been doing this for five years and most people in this industry, they're like, I don't have to train. right. You know, I don't have to progress and, and get better and, and continue to level up. And so I think that's, that goes um, I think that's a great trait to have is, is always being willing to work and just be a student of the game.
1: I think any to- top producer would, they probably do a similar thing, right? right. Um, and I studied a lot of those guys when I first started, and I still study them. Like, I'll still reach out to my mentors within the industry and, you know, figure out what they're doing, how are they doing a little bit better, um, you know, and, and it all applies, like, find find your mentors. It doesn't have to be in pest control if you do pest control. Um, the grind is the grind, right? right? Um, and I would say most of the high producers do something like that or they do some type of reflecting where they, they figure out where they can be better. Um, but, yeah, I, I find it all the time, these guys who are making, you know, it doesn't even matter what they're making, but there's a threshold like between 150, 200 K a year. And it's just like, they stop progressing. They, they stop working that, that muscle, if you will. So I don't know. i i I like to relate it to, to Kobe Bryant, you know, right. he probably took over a thousand shots a day until the day he died. Oh, for sure. Right. <laughs> like he could go in, even when he was retired, he could go in and shoot better than anybody. Now, had he went three years without shooting, would he be able to go in and, and shoot like that against somebody? No, yeah you know same thing I'm sure Michael Jordan could still shoot better than most players in the NBA right because now he has all the years after where he's still
0: taking shots right 100% always just training it yeah Yeah. cool and so as far as that that was kind of my next thing I wanted to chat about was was differentiating right so how what do you think is the separator from a guy that you know makes 50k a year in sales to a guy that makes multiple six figures a year, uh, every year?
1: I think it starts with just belief, like belief in yourself and, and realizing like, you know, it goes back to God. Like God doesn't make any of us with less potential. Like we all have the potential to be great. Um, so one belief in yourself, but then there's got to be action with that belief, right? You can't just believe it and hope to to achieve achieve that lifestyle. Sure. Like you got to go and work for it. One of the things I've, I've really tried to focus the last couple of years behind is live like the type of guy that deserves that amount of success. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like if I'm living my, my life in accordance to making 500, $600,000 a year, the money becomes a byproduct because that's how you live. Does that make sense? Right. Like you could, you could look at like a lawyer or a doctor, for instance, if they're living like a really crappy life, they're probably not going to get a really good job and get a good salary, right? Or, or they might, and the money that brings them to just, it's a dead end. Right. It doesn't matter how much money you make. If you're not living a fulfilled life and like a good, solid lifestyle, um, I mean, a lot of people will just chase it, and, and money's not going to bring the
0: happiness. Right. I love that. I mean, basically what you're saying is is align your income to the lifestyle you want and then you know w- once you're living that lifestyle it's like it, the rest will follow pretty correct much. yeah that is phenomenal
1: yeah the money becomes the byproduct of how you live yeah so if you're living a, a million dollar lifestyle or whatnot then that's how that's your life will just or the money will come with it with right. the lifestyle right. that doesn't mean you need to go out and i'm not saying go buy a, a nice car or something before you are making a million dollars but like live live a, a good life like always progress read books like be a good husband be a good father do all those things to
0: where where that just becomes a byproduct right so you talk about self belief and and you know you say that that's one of the biggest things that will help someone get to the next level how do you build self belief
1: so one i think it comes with just the work if you're not putting in an honest, true day and you get done at the end of the day and you know you didn't give it your all, there's part of you who is like, who kind of regrets that. Right. Like a little bit of guilt. There's guilt behind right. it. And I just never want to feel that guilt. And that helps with your self-belief because if you're working your hardest, again, it, the the success becomes a byproduct of, of your work ethic. Right. So one that helps your belief because you'll always be selling. The other thing is doing things like vision boards. Um, I'm huge on that. Right. Vision boards, affirmations, you know, telling yourself, like, you're a good person. You know, God believes in you. Your wife believes in you. Your family believes in you. There's a lot of people who believe in you. Um, I believe in me. That's the biggest one, the most important one, is, is like, just having that confidence. So I would say what really changed my life was was vision boarding. Not just putting it on a board and looking at it every day, but like looking at those things, breaking it down, like researching those things on my vision board, starting to believe like I have that life, even though I haven't achieved it yet. Like I will have that life. All I have to do is align my work ethic and align the t- lifestyle and the way I live, and I will achieve all those things.
0: Awesome. Yeah. What are some, if you don't, if you don't, do you want to share some, what some of your goals are as far as like, I guess, on your vision board? What, what are you planning? for this year or what I've done in the past? for this, this upcoming year?
1: Um, I'm actually still working on it for this year. Um, so I don't have it completely dialed in. Um, but yeah, I, one of the biggest one of my biggest whys this year is, and you know this, um, I've, I've started a nonprofit where we're going to go down to um, South America or, or like one of the Polynesian islands and we're going to build houses and schools for people. And like the group I've, I've been working with, I've, I've helped raise like over a hundred something thousand dollars. Wow. And so we're going to be able to take that and bless and bless families with it. Um, so that's really one of my biggest motivators because now like I think what's helped me achieve most of what I have is I always attach my goal to like helping somebody else, whether that's a rep or like family in need or whatever it is. So like this year I've committed 10% of what I make goes into my nonprofit. And so now it's like on the hard days when it's, when it's hot or when it's raining, there's a hurricane, if I'm sick, whatever it is, it's like, dude, you have to go be successful today because you literally could go and build half a house with what you make today, right. you know, in South America where it doesn't cost a whole lot. But um, yeah, that just drives me like, to be able to go and bless people with with
0: you know, with doing this job. Awesome. So uh, I love that. I mean connecting your goal with something bigger than yourself.
1: I like to say that... tying it to Okay. Tying it to your goal. Like it's a non negotiable, right? I have to go be successful
0: or these people do not get a house. Wow. So does, does that put a little bit of pressure on you? Or is it more no. so for like motivation? I think if
1: anything it's it's a good pressure. Where it's like, how many people can I bless? I don't know. I have to go be successful today. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no number on it. It's like 10% of what? You know? 10% of whatever I make. So, you know, if that's a million dollars, cool. I'm taking $100,000 personally down and going to go build 10 houses or whatever it is. 100%. Yeah. But it could be less. And so it drives Mm -hmm. me to go and be
0: as, as successful as possible. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, I, I love that. I think that's a that's a great pro tip for, for anyone, not just in sales, but in- I think in
1: life in general. Right. I think if everybody lived like that, like, one, the world would be a way better place. Right. But you would be way more successful out of, out of sales. And I started this years ago before I even, I would do stuff like this before I even got into sales and started making money. Right. You know, there was a week where I could barely afford food, but there's a lady with three kids and I'm like, shoot, here's a hundred bucks, you know? Right. And I think it all just, you're blessed
0: for what you, what you give back. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. That's one thing I could tell with, with you is you're, you're a giver. So <laughs> that's good. Um, as far as, so doing, I guess, hitting, hitting a, a huge goal, like a, a million dollars in revenue in the summertime, there had to have been some challenges that you faced. Yeah. Um, Cause obviously, I mean, that, that's again, unheard of. Like there's only a handful of people that have only, you know, serviced a million dollars in revenue. So what were some challenges that you had to encounter or that you had to get over in order to hit that goal?
1: Yeah, that was, uh, I've learned a lot a lot since then. Um, that was my second year in, in pest control. Um, lots of highs, lots of lows. And before and after the summer, right? It, during the summer, it was just, yeah, I, I learned the most, that summer than I really ever have about myself. Um, it, it was just like do or die. You know, I just wanted to go see what my true potential was. Um, looking back, I think there's like, you remember the the hard times most during it. Oh yeah. You sure. After it, you're like, hell yeah, I achieved it. Um, But I think during it, it would have been looking at the goal when I was so far away. You know, when you look at the leaderboard and you're like, man, I have $700,000 to go. (laughs) Like, that's a long way to go. Um, And just staying mentally sharp and just like, you know, taking the punches and giving punches. Right. Just trying to stay
0: dialed. Right. Awesome. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's a huge thing. As far as like... I'm, I'm curious to, to know about, um, I'm going to transition here into mindset. And so obviously mindset plays a huge role in, in sales. And so you mentioned starting from zero every single day, what kind of a toll does that take on you? And how do you get past that where it's like, Oh my God, I got, I got, here's this huge goal in front of me. I'm, I'm at zero right now. Yeah. How do you get to where it's like, okay, I got to hit my goal. How do you, how do you start? Where, where do you, where do you, I guess, what, what helps you achieve that?
1: yeah i uh I focus like in every moment that I'm at zero and so I think that's why I've been able to have really really big days, especially that summer um, was just never counting like again it goes back to what I train my reps and train people It's like you can't put a limit on yourself you know you don't know how big of a day today is gonna be right so if I tell myself in the morning meeting, hey I'm gonna do ten cells and write it on the wall, I hate those goal sheets. I think they're stupid, because it's like you put that number on there, and then that's what you tie yourself to. You're like, cool. All I got to do is ten today, or all I got to do is eight today, whatever it is. So I always just think, like after do- after a door, you know, if it's twelve thirty, um, like after twelve thirty today, I have zero deals, you know, um, and and always just staying at that because that always push you. Everybody always works hardest for their first deal of the day. And so, if it's five o'clock and I believe I'm at zero, I'm, I'm grinding just as hard as I right. was at nine o'clock that morning. Cool,
0: yeah. So, just staying level-headed and and making yeah, sure it that doesn't you're...
1: allow you to get high. It doesn't allow you to get too low. It's just like just in the in the zone where it's you're just cranking. It's it's like clockwork. You got to go get your next deal. Right. Only thing on your mind is like who who's getting next? Who am I getting next?
0: Cool. So, how does mindset play a role in achieving sales success? I mean, I every t- everything is belief in
1: in cells everything the mindset and and belief um, it's everything like you have to be a still trap on and off the doors right like whatever people say it doesn't matter right you know if somebody gives you a, a, a objection like or they cuss you out at the door whatever shake it off you got to go on to the
0: next door right so you become an absolute master of just mastering the mental side of it yeah
1: like be a still trap like don't give two shits what people say to you right on and off the door doesn't matter because at the end of the day it's your goal and it's like you're the one who's doing the work for it right you know what i mean i don't care if somebody comes to me and you know and cusses me out or whatnot like it doesn't bother me at all because i'm like dude it's it's like if you're gonna be the one that holds me back for my goal like, I'm not going to let that happen. Right. Like, I don't care about you.
0: <laughs> That's extremely powerful. I mean, to be able to, you know. Yeah, and it's just it, like
1: it, you're you're looking at it, and if you're going to let somebody, like, hold you back from your dream lifestyle, and it's one person cussing you out a day, but you know at the end of the summer you're going to make hundreds of thousands of dollars, dude, I hope 10 people cuss me out a day. Like, I don't right, care.
0: Right. So what are some keys to staying even-keeled? Like, not getting too high on the highs, not getting too low on the lows. How do you stay in the middle? Because, you know, doing this for a few years, I've led some teams, um, you know, my past two years doing this and I see a lot of guys after they get big days, they're on a high horse like this. Right. And after a low day, they're they're just drained. They're almost like they're they're done, they're yeah, you, defeated. How do you how do you maintain that that, you know, middle
1: ground? I think it all comes back to what you tell yourself. Right. One, your affirmations, what you're saying. Um, But two, going back to the sales, like when you leave a door, don't ride that high.
0: Even after like making a sale,
1: don't ride it. It doesn't matter. It's in the past. That deal to me, even though it's like five minutes ago, that deal to me is the same as yesterday's deals. I don't care. You know? So it's like, yeah, pat yourself on the back. You got a deal who cares
0: on to the next, right?
1: Yeah. Who cares? Is that deal? What made your summer? The only deal I care about is my last deal of the summer.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. No. It's like when
1: I hit that, I'm like, sweet. Right. I can breathe. Never <laughs> breathe on the doors. Never breathe at breathe at the end of the day. It doesn't matter. I don't care if you sell $30,000 in revenue that day, you, you just have to go back to zero. And I learned this, and again, it's not like I've known this forever. Like, I was not the best salesman when I started at this, even five years ago. Like first year and past, like I, I was, I was an average guy, right? I've learned all this as I went, but you know, there would be my rookie year. I would, I would sell fifteen deals in a day, and then the next day I would sell two. I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah. I sold fifteen deals yesterday. Right. Right. And it's because I would ride that wave till the next day, you know. Mentally, we're thinking like there's some quota that we have to hit every week. It's like, oh, I need to pace for, I need to sell thirty six thousand this week to pace for my goal, or I need to sell twenty five thousand this week to pace for my goal. So today I sold, you know, ten thousand. I'm I'm over pace for the week. Uh, so, yeah, tomorrow I don't have to sell as much, right. and you let yourself breathe. You can't breathe. Right. It's just back to zero. Um, so that's changed a lot. When I started doing that, I started having bigger days, pushing that needle way farther. Um, between my, my rookie year and the next year, I increased my my, per, my PR by, what, 12 deals? Rookie year it was 16, and then the next year my, my biggest day was 34. and it was and then the the day before I did 34 I did 28 right you know and so it's like and that was really just the zero mindset like you just doesn't matter
0: right that's what's super impressive is you were able to have a PR day and the next day PR which yeah the 28 (laughs) day dude
1: it was I PR'd and the biggest day up to that point was I think 22 deals so oh, I was so stoked. stoked I was like I just beat it by six deals right and then the very next line was doesn't matter I'm back at zero literally if you look like I came home that night and my sister was there and she's she was like yeah 28's cool you didn't hit 30 <laughs> and I'm like damn she's right
0: <laughs> wow she humbled you a little bit she's like, yeah like, she's wow. like
1: that's cool but you should have got two more wow. yeah that's that's cool and so I was like, you're right, I'm back at zero. And then the next day went and PR'd again by by six deals.
0: Wow, very so, impressive, very, very impressive. So what advice would you give for anyone that's 100K level rep, 200, 300? What advice would you give them to make the next job, make the next, I guess, get to the next level with achieving you a know, golden door, or even you know, a million in, in revenue?
1: I think you need to just forget about what you've done, Right. Like, yeah, some things I've done in the past are cool, right? But it's like, don't live off that. Don't be a has been. Continue to give, you know, give value and help and and to yourself as well. Like, don't be my one of my biggest things right now is, is like, be a still am type of guy, not a has been. I love that, right? And so. With that, like positive and negative, if you're a 100K level rep, is that great as a rookie? Yeah, it's fantastic, right? Mm-hmm. But get over that. All right. Right? Like go be more than that. There's, there's people out here in the industry who have done incredible things. Like go and strive to, to do that. You don't know if you're the next best.
0: Right. So always keeping that positive you know, attitude as well. It Positive and, to...
1: and always just in all, all aspects, just never never get complacent with where you're at. Always progress.
0: Cool. Awesome. Um, let's talk about, you know, life outside of, of sales, outside of work. What, what's, uh, what does life lo- look like outside for you? Do you believe in, like, having a balance between work and, and life, or is it...
1: Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I used to not, right? <laughs> and it, it hurt a lot of relationships. Um, you know, it, it took took my parents and and siblings and everybody like just shooting me straight and be like dude you're no fun to be around all, wow. all you think about is work now wow so again it, it, like this is a new like the progression mindset is within the last six months or so but yeah I try to I try to come home and, and shut my phone off at a certain time every day be present with my wife like when I'm home I'm present with her um I used to take phone calls until 11, 12, or later at night. And it's like, how can you truly give to the people you love, you know, right. uh, if you're not being present? So I like to be present with them. Um, and I, I try to do things that I enjoy to do. You know, after the summer this last year, we spent like two months out at our ranch. And we hunted and fished and cool. rode
0: four-wheelers. and So it was, it was That's cool. Sweet. So what is it, what's the, what's the routine or day in the life of, of Austin Pritchard, like during the off season when you're not in, in sales, what, what does it look like for you?
1: It's a little bit, it's not as intense as during the summer. Um, I would say it's still pretty intense. Um, you know, we, I try to go to the gym every day and, um, try to wake up at a decent time. It's hard a lot of times during the off because you get home from work and I get home from the office and we'll go and, and hang out with friends and whatnot and, stay out later than we probably should but um yeah I'd say right now we just I go to the, I go to the office every day and and do my meetings and everything and trainings um typically about eight hours and then come home and just hang out with my wife watch movies go
0: go do stuff cool so still still putting in the works so, that you know there's no no off season there's no I think bad. that's one
1: thing uh there's a I used to think this is just a summer gig,
0: right? Right. As we all do, That's
1: right? Yeah. <laughs> and I for the last 4 years I've been in Texas. You know, recruiting and It was just hard. It was hard to be away from a system and culture of of a company. I think this is the first year I've been ever fully bought into not just sales. Right. Like the whole the whole sells as as an as a whole you know what i mean like being present in the office that's huge like i've i've recruited lights out recently just because i'm here and present and i mean obviously this is door-to-door capital right right um so yeah I think this is, it's exciting. It's the first year I've actually been in a spot where the off season isn't an off season. It's still grind season and it's always
0: just getting better and progressing like even through, throughout the off season. Cool. I love that. So, so progression. I, I really like that, that the word um, that's going to be your word for this year. I think that says a lot about um, your mindset, your character, and there's always wanting to get better. So I think that's, that's yeah, fun. I
1: think honestly, there's no better word for, for life. It's like yeah,
0: it could be your word every year. <laughs> literally, it's
1: probably going to be my word for life is progression. Because honestly, at the end of the day, like whether you're religious or not, God or Creator or whatever you want to call him, is that's all he cares about is who do we become, right? right? So it's like just become a better person today and and tomorrow and really forever, you
0: know? Right. For sure. No, I think, it, I think it's super important. As far as like fitness goes, I mean, you know, this is like kind of like our, our last part where, you know, always want to dive into the fitness. I mean, you're, you're a pretty big guy yourself. You know, you could definitely seem like you could, you know, hit a lot on the bench. <laughs> what, um, how has fitness played a role in your life as far as achieving uh, success?
1: Um, It's been huge. So I, uh, it's, a lot for a couple years in door to door, it was kind of looked over and I, all my energy went into the doors. Right. Right. So I think this goes back to the balance. Like you got to have some sort of balance, especially with your body. If you neglect your body, then it's bad. So like, for instance, that, the, that big year, I, I literally lost 30 pounds during that summer. Wow. Yeah. It was bad. I came back and Jeez. before I have a before picture and, you know, I was filled out. My arms like fit tight in my <laughs> sleeves. I was looking good. By the end of the year, my shirts all fit super loose. It was bad, and it took me a couple months to recover from that. Really? Yeah. It was. It was. I was very unhealthy at the end of that. So that's one thing I've really focused on. Um, I just hired a mentor. He's he's phenomenal, um, and. Yeah, that's one thing he coaches on. He's he's not just my personal trainer; he's a life coach as well. And it's not just progression in financial world; it's progression in financial, spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, all those things. And that's what mm-hmm. he coaches on. So it's huge. Um, so that's one thing I've incorporated more and more is is the fitness side. Not where I want to be yet, but we're getting there.
0: Right. Yes. Yeah, oh, progression. Right. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Do you have any fitness goals uh, this year as far as, like, what you want to achieve? Um,
1: I, I think I just want to be consistent with it. It's always been hard where, again, we go through these seasons during our year. It's just be consistent during every season and see how, how big we can get. <laughs> I'll be honest. Like, yeah. there was last year, there was six months where I worked out for nonstop. Like, every day I'd go to the gym for two to three hours. Um, during well, the off-season because I didn't have anything else to do, right? <laughs> and, yeah, it was the best I ever felt and looked about myself. And so trying to get back to that and cool. I think just consistency. I don't really have a true goal. Um, again, I think I'm looking differently at goals right now. It's more of like why would I set that goal when I could go be
0: better and bigger and do bigger things than that. Right. So. Never capping yourself. That's something that – I've noticed, you know, it's like never putting, I mean, a lot of people have like limiting beliefs on what they could achieve. And you're someone that just continues to, to level up no matter, you know, I think no the matter. goal,
1: the goal is almost to have no goal, not yeah. to be goalless yeah, or, yeah, yeah, or no. driven less. Like at, you got to have some type of path, but the goal is like, dude, go see what your full potential is in every aspect.
0: Right. Cause otherwise if you set a goal, Uh, Yeah, cap yourself, right? Yeah, people
1: always ask, What's your goal this year for yourselves? I don't know. I'm going to go out every single day and grind my ass off and see where it lands. Like where the chips fall, they fall. I gave everything I can. Right. And they're like, What if you end early from this mark? I don't care. That's my potential, right? right? That's what I, you know, I did my best type of thing. Same thing in the physical, mentally as well, emotionally, spiritually. It's like, can I be a more religious person? Probably, right?
0: All right. Cool. Awesome. Well, let's let's land the plane here. Um, is there any final advice that you have for anyone looking to level up in in all three of the aspects? You know, sales, mindset, and fitness. Just
1: just believe in yourself to take action. I think that's one of the biggest things. Believe in yourself to take massive action right now. Like you not, you might not believe you can actually do it, but like fake it till you make it. The longer you fake it, the you'll just start to believe it. Cool, right? Yeah, yeah. So like right now, if you don't know where to start, just start. You know, if that's physical, okay, go in, in and see gym. what you're taking. <laughs> yeah, get in the gym. Right. Go go see what you're capable of. If it's in cells, and you're not in cells, or if you are in cells, like. Go do your best and and give yourself like if you're going to if you're going to do it this way and not set a goal, because there is there is a time where goal setting is important. Right. If you're going to say, hey, I'm going to go and and do the very best I can today. You actually have to go and do your very best. Otherwise, you need to set a goal. Right. Right. I think it works for me now because I'm more of a self-driven person. It's like just live my my schedule and I know I'll be successful with it. Um, but I think it's important. If you're gonna take that advice from me is it it can't be a scapegoat of oh, I don't have a goal, so today I can take it easy because I don't even have a goal. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like you gotta be intense with it. Your goal is to see what your potential is. Right. Not to get out of a goal.
0: Right. Not sure if you agree with this at all, but I mean, for people that are setting these high goals and they're they're not, you know, getting Close, I mean, do you think that they lose a lot of credibility with, with themselves? Um, as far as like you know, not achieving that and, and feeling almost guilty about it, does that you think that actually translates into? I think there's translated? a
1: couple of things that go into that. It's like, did you have the actual, did you work hard for it and you worked your very hardest? If you worked your very hardest and you landed short, who cares? Right. But typically, when we set a goal, we know it's achievable, right? Right. In our mind, the only, again, there's a quote. I don't, I'm going to butcher it, but like God only gives you like a goal or a vision as big as you can believe and achieve, right? So if it's too big, like this year, if I was going to say, I'm going to go out and do $2 million personally in revenue, right? It's like, okay, dude, that's probably not going to happen. Right. Um, but if it's like a, a true goal and your true potential and you fell, there's gotta be something missing there. Whether that's the skill, cause you, maybe you worked your ass off and you didn't hit it. Okay. Then it's probably your skill level. Like don't give up on that goal. Go after it again, really self-identify. What is it that I need to work on this year to be able to hit that goal next year? Right. Um, now if it's the other way around where it's like yeah, I, I know I should have hit it and I didn't because I didn't work hard enough for it, then have a one-on-one with yourself and just be like, dude, I didn't give my all. Right. Cool. And I never want to be that guy. Right. I right. want to give it my all every day. And so I think that's that's important is, is find out what your true potential is. And keep building on that. And keep building right on it. And, cool. and you and I have done that exercise where we break down like your year to your month to your week to your day right? Yeah. And we multiply it by whatever variables we put in, whether that's working more hours or working longer months or mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Like when we did it at first, you came to me and you told me your goal and you're like, this is what I want to do. And I'm like, okay, let's, let's break it down. Let's see what your true skill potential is right now. Right. And then we added in those other variables and you're like, Holy crap.
0: I could see it right there. You're yeah. like,
1: there's no way I don't hit it. All I have to do is exactly what those steps are that you told me to do.
0: Right, All right. So re- reverse engineering the goal to be like, okay, this is what you have to do. This is what we've been doing. It's plug and play. So focus yeah. on the work. Keep putting in the the hours, and, and eventually you'll get there.
1: So that's the goal. But again, I don't want you to even focus on the goal, right, or anybody. It's like focus on your potential. Because just because that's where you're at currently and your current skill set and and the pace that you sell at doesn't mean that you can't get better. Right. So it's like you know the minimum but you don't know the max. Right.
0: Nobody knows the max. I don't even truly believe I know what my max potential is. Right. Yeah, for sure. That's that's what's great about being in sales, right? There's no no ceiling at all. Correct. So it's like you could you could just print your money. But well, that's awesome. Awesome. I appreciate it. Um is there, are you, I mean, for anyone to follow you or if anyone has any questions, where, where could they reach you at?
1: Yeah, they can just, I mean, they can go into your DMs and get my number or they cool. can just follow me on on Instagram and I'm not super active on it, but I'll get back to you.
0: Okay, cool. <laughs> awesome. Well, that, that'll do it for this episode. Appreciate uh, everyone joining and um, look forward to seeing you guys on the next one.
1: Thanks, dude.